damn it. <laughs> essential things are no longer essential. Here. Essential, not exactly radio. First episode of 2020. Almost said 2019. We did five seconds ago before yeah, well, we hit the record button. Shut up about it, Tony. <laughs> Anyways, not exactly radio with me, your host, Benny K. And uh, Tony, why me, why not, Tony? Tony, just walk away yeah. in anger. Oh, wait, no. What is that song? It's an Oasis song. It's, Never you don't. <laughs> don't walk away. <laughs> but but your name is Justin, it, so I was just like, I'm going to say just walk away in anger. <laughs> you tried. That's what matters. That, that is, that, nice attempt. It was I, almost... No, I couldn't do it. I definitely wasn't going to attempt any Oasis references. Well, I did. It didn't you work. reference one of the few... Of the one of the few songs I'm sem- familiar enough with to reference, and you already ruined it. So well, that's me. Anyways, we're talking about sort of Oasis here. Zero days since we <laughs> fucked up a reference. <laughs> Set the counter back. Set the counter. It's what's happening. We brought along our good friend of the podcast, Christopher Davis. Friend Oda Pod. Brit pop enthusiast. Brit, I mean literally, yes. Brit pop enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. If something, if, if there's like music with a British accent, you send it to Chris. He will probably be in love with it. That's <laughs> definitely incorrect. But keep going. I mean, most of the time. So kind of. to carry this on. I'm sorry. I, I sent Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes to you, and you loved it. I mean, that is a person with an English accent. That <laughs> yes. is a person with an English accent. Yes, very good. Thank so you. So we're two for two for Chris Davis appearances slash yeah. English. <laughs> oh yeah, last Subjects. time you brought us, you brought us the Blur, <laughs> which is an Englishman, a rival nineties band, and it made it on Fans twenty nineteen. Yeah, it did. Tender was one of my top five songs. Woo. So thanks, Chris. Thank you for that. Also, speak louder, you son of a bitch. All right, we'll do. Is this better? I don't know. I'm not. This is. I should what? write down all the insults you call Chris when you're trying to help him. Right I now. know. <laughs> I really should. Hey, speak up, son of a bitch. You piece of shit. You, you can better. tell when somebody's been friends with Ben before the show because they get cussed at the entire episode. Well, I mean, I do that for everybody, really. I mean, I got. Yeah, you're right. I, I get cussed right. at every episode. Sure. <laughs> we I guess should I make a compilation <laughs> of all the times <laughs> to say "fuck you, Tony" or "fuck you." <laughs> it's gonna be like three hours worth of me <laughs> saying that. Oh my god. Wakes up in the middle of the night fuck you tony fuck you tony <laughs> anyways uh okay so we're doing liam gallagher's new album uh why me why not chris brought this to us because he's in love with oasis and he loves liam gallagher and noel gallagher and oasis he's not denying so, any of this so i'm not biased in any way you want to marry them you like them so much yes okay <laughs> i mean like i mean honestly, just did him back down he did i was and like that's I, get what I like i get it um, yeah, so he brought this album to us. Uh, before we get into that, we have to play a game with Chris called Liam or Noel. So, the point of this game is... Because yeah, the co- Gallaghers are some quotable assholes. Very quotable. There's <laughs> assholes that aren't quotable. There's people that just aren't quotable. And then there's assholes who are quotable. <laughs> and these are some quotable assholes. <laughs> so, I'm going to say five <laughs> different quotes, and you have to tell me whether or not they're Liam or Noel. Are you ready for this? I guess. Okay, well, you're going to have to be. (laughs) First quote. That sounds like Adele shouting into a bucket. Who said that? Liam? Noel said it on Liam's single, Wall of Glass. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense because the producer um, produced Adele. Oh, there you go. Doesn't matter, but did you get... That's awesome. See, that's why we have him here. (laughs) The British expert. The Britspert. (laughs) The Britsford. The British pervert. Oh, no. oh my god. <laughs> Chris's new title, The British Pervert. <laughs> Neither of the above, so carry on. Next week we're bringing on The British Pervert onto the Not Exactly Radio. Chris Davis! Um, 
We're not editing this out. Speaking of Adele, <laughs> did you see her uh, makeover? No. No, she dropped weight and she looks different. I I, I liked Big Bone Adele. I, I like Thick Adele, but New Adele also looks good in her own new way. All right, hey. So look that up. Good job, Adele. Not when you're in the bathroom. Oh Behave. Jesus Christ, Behave. Tony! These are the parts I have to edit out. Uh, no. Yeah, I do. Anyways, all right, next quote. Uh, I see all that brown nosing has finally started to pay off. No shame. Oh, that one's Liam. It is Liam. Yeah. After discovering Noel Gallagher's high flying birds were opening for, for YouTube. YouTube. Yes, <laughs> wow. You fucking knew that. <laughs> Shit. All right, next one. That's what happens when you follow NME. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'd rather eat my own shit than listen to the them bunch of beige fucks. Damn. Oh, who's some beige fucks? Please let this not be brown people. <laughs> I'm just going to say Liam. But it is Liam when asked if he would check out No Open for You too. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Being sat beside blank on a 15-hour flight. Ah, they're both four-letter names. Oh, it happened. Yeah, it job. happened just once, going to Japan or somewhere. It's just horrible. Noel. Noel said that on his greatest torment. <laughs> okay, last quote. I like blank outside of the band. Human blank. That's my brother. I fucking adore him, and I do oh, anything Liam. for him. But the geezer that is in this fucking business, he's one of the biggest cocks in the universe. So Liam. Liam. Yeah. It is Liam talking about his brother Noel. Ah, congratulations, Wait, you got the What year was that fifth one? Is that I, fifth I, one? I just want to know what the relationship said at this point. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, it hasn't changed. Yeah. It's I true. mean, they, I guess he invited him to his upcoming wedding, and I don't okay. know, but I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't right. know? You gotta go before you find out if he's he went? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, you're invited to his wedding, obviously. Who? You. Well, if you know everybody's weddings or invitation statuses, you're clearly in the wedding. No, I d- told you I follow NME. All they do is post about them. Uh-huh, sure, Chris. Okay. <laughs> you're going to post updates and all of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden be... you're just taking a picture next to no- Liam and just like, yeah, all right. Next, next to the queen. <laughs> like, wait a second. How the fuck did Chris get there? Out first, first, you know, doing doing video stuff just for hands in your, Just your hands in your pocket with your sweatshirt on, like normal, next to the queen. Yeah, and you like do that classic no smile thing, or you cover your face <laughs> with the queen. Dracula's, Dracula, Dracula's. <laughs> was not a plug, but also you should check them out. You should check out Dracula's. Also, they might come to Wisconsin. I added the lead singer on Facebook. Nice. Because I was like, hey, if they come to Wisconsin, I'm going to try to get on the up. show. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A. Because that'd be great. I want to talk to him about his stage presence. Ask him, and then if he says no, we kidnap him, you know. Yeah, either way, he's doing the show. I've um, been buying burlap sacks. Yeah, it's been great. Capturing all our guests. Like Chris. Chris was our first one of 2020. We decided this new year, we're going to capture more of our guests. Just had to make use the extra show. small on you. Yeah, extra small for Chris. <laughs> extra small burlap sack. Chris is just taking this. He's just like looking at us both. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to get out of getting kidnapped. <laughs> we just threw a Bowie CD in there when he started fussing. Yeah. We're just <laughs> <laughs> an old, an old Walkman. <laughs> with an old Walkman, like Bowie tape. Season. How did you get this? How did you, what is this? <laughs> what? Don't put it in that burlap sack. What is, oh, it's dark in here. I'm listen, listen to, to the Bowie. It does what it's told. <laughs> And that's how you capture Chris Davis. <laughs> and that's going to be our segment. I cannot wait to use that on our YouTube. That's going to be our little talking teasing segment. It's going to be great. Anyways, so moving on to the album. Uh, why Teasing me? the teaser. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, the teaser first, I guess. Uh, why not? Why me? Why not? 
Tony, give us the skinny. So the album dropped 9-20-2019. That is last year, not this year. So uh, about three months plus three weeks. So, um, is the second solo album from Liam, Shockwave, become a UK hit, record has gone gold, number one in Scotland, it did fine here. Is it alright? We're not really a rock, cha- tra- rock chart type of country anymore. Did you see the top rock charts in the United States? I try not to, because when we do, like, uh, slap our crap, it makes me sad. It's, it's very bad. <laughs> Billboard doesn't know what the fuck rock is. No, I want to yeah. let you know... That That's not a thing. No, I'm going to say, like, uh, Chris shared it with me. And oh, then, we should have done, like, UK Slapper Craft for this. Oh, we should have. God right. damn it. Well, either we'll way. bring that back. We're the, coming back in 2019. The top rock charts uh, <laughs> include um, Imagine Dragons and 21 Pilots. So I feel like those just two alternate, and then Five Finger Death Punch will sometimes have a softer I song. I don't think, that, that, I don't think they were on there. But, I mean, but again, well, they qualify has for, no clue what the fuck Because they qualify for, like, so. metal. But and then they'll have like an acoustic song that I bet you. I mean, disturbs on that. Disturbs sound of silence. Is, on there. is it still it on there? It was like number forty-five. Oh, I can't. That's like forty years old. Is oh, it four? No. Five years. That's two years old. No, oh. I listened. It was supposed to be of the decade, wasn't it? I think it was of the. Was it the decade? Because so. Because I oh. I ironically like listened to that disturbed album at work when I was working at my previous job that's been over now four years ago. Really? And that I was, remember... I thought that song came out... Nice. And I remember ironically listening to it, not having no idea a Sound of Silence cover came at the end, and then I turned around and just stared at my computer and what the fuck is happening? Why is this amazing song being sung by Disturbed? <laughs> I was upset. Anyways, <laughs> let's keep going with the skinny. All right. Um, in total, 14 musicians, 22 producers worked on the record. The record was recorded between April of 2018 and April 2019. Uh, by the way, the Brothers Band Oasis has been broken up since 2019. Or 2009. Chris knows. He cries. There was... Okay, when I used to... I'm sorry, Chris. I don't mean to make Even fun. knows the month, probably. What? Even knows the month. When no, they, I, don't. I oh, don't. I just know what festival it happened at. Oh, it was... Uh, May 20... Yeah, 2009. What was it? Hmm? What festival? I don't remember the festival name, but it was in France. Wasn't it Gulse? Gul- Gul- Eurovision. Eurovision. Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't Liam say he hated that fucking festival? Well, I guess he hates a lot of things. Yeah, He's yeah. there for the money. You can't be really sure on... Gullsbury. Gullsbury? Gullsbury? see how to I don't remember who quoted it, but I remember one person, one of these, saying that Beyonce has no talent and she needs way too many producers when really all she does is shake her ass, and I find it just... That's why I had to throw down the 22 producers worked on this. <laughs> and while it is very good and very... The thing I like about it is just how damn accessible it is. After two listens, I already, like, got the gist of what it, all the songs like mm-hmm. I didn't have to like revisit them to be like why did this get placed on the album yeah so that's what I really enjoy about it but then yeah looking back if this is the one of the two that thought <laughs> to dig at Beyonce for all of her producers. producers it's like you needed that many people to come up with some uh, four chord Brit- <laughs> rock like come on <laughs> I was gonna say like you could also see in this album we'll find out when we're going through it but like it seems like a big battle that Liam is fighting with himself about other people. Like it's like mm-hmm. this is like Liam's fight back against people that wronged him. But like he doesn't need to do it, but he's exactly. doing it. Exactly. Like this, and then, you know, and that's why I 
like once we li- I listened to it a couple times, I'm like, oh, this is gold. This is a great album. Thank you for bringing it to us, Chris, even though you're ignoring us on air. I'm giving him shit. Um, <laughs> but no, this is a great one because after a couple listens, I was like, oh, we could definitely talk about this record. We could definitely talk about the guy behind the record. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so, it's going to um, happen a lot. Especially because it's a 47 year old man going through all these emotions. Yeah, right. It's, like, it's, it's weird. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> Chris, you got the answer? Yes, I don't know how to pronounce it, though. What's it called? Rockin' Sign? Rockin' Scene? That's why you're pronouncing it. I'm not sure. Because it. if you're wrong, it's not me. <laughs> I, I did really German. Rockin' Sign. Yeah, see, I think you also did German, but it's French. Uh, uh, yeah. The Either s- way. The sign is, uh... Saw the sign? Yeah, it's the... Opened up your eyes. R- ...river that runs through. I'm doing my best not to be an American right now. A river runs so through it. it. Just be like, yep, that's right. That sounds about right. <laughs> so it must be a Riverside Festival. That sounds cool. Okay. Anyways, um, let's get into the album. Right. You want to do that? Yeah, I'm wrong. It's your show. All right, cool. We're going to get into it. <laughs> I guess it's worth stating, too, that the title comes from two John Lennon drawings. Oh, oh does it? Mm-hmm. So, all right, tell us about that. That's it. That's all That's I know. <laughs> no. He, he, <laughs> he bought one of them, and the other one was given him given to him by uh, Yoko, so that's, uh, that's as much oh, okay. as I know. So. And, and speaking of Lennon, he is a Lennon Mark, one of his children I saw was named Lennon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, is there like a, I don't know, maybe I, was, I didn't read into this enough, but is there like a, a tie with the Rolling Stones? Because it seems like he makes kind of a lot of references towards the Rolling I Stones. Just, right? being, just being the era. Just being British. Just yeah. being British. Just being British. <laughs> like, <laughs> just being British rock. Because, like, even Noel is taught, like, it's obvious, like, basically the only music he considers music is, like, Rolling Stones and Beatles and just him. Yeah, they're very much about that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, Brit rock is the only it's, thing that it's really laced matters. It's into a bunch of their music, so. I, I was it is. I was shocked that he complimented Stormzy, who's a, like, UK rapper who's getting big, because, like, Sean on the Hot Ones asked about UK rap becoming big, and I he actually he had his nice kids things got to him into it. Yeah, that's what like he that. said. Oh yeah, he did. Say he that. was like, I wouldn't have listened to it ever, and I'm like, of course he wouldn't have. But <laughs> he was like, the kids put me on it, and so at least he said had something nice to say about something other than the Rolling Stones, right. Beatles, or Oasis. <laughs> I don't, he, he very clearly hasn't kind of he hasn't become soft per se, but he's definitely kind of like starting to crack from being what traditional yeah. Liam was. There's He's, you, I mean, even in the album, he seems to have expressed kind of like wanting to reconnect with his brother, at least yes. in, in a family way, if it's yeah. not Oasis. So. Right. So That's kind of sad. It works out. Or the, they're not actually like... But he's like way too stoic male to like yeah. admit it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like and in that's the this, And that's why it's so funny. It's a 47-year-old man, because this would definitely be like... Somebody would call this a mature record if, like, a 25-year-old guy released it as, like, his oh, second sure. album. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, he's learned some things a couple for a couple of years. And this guy is like, you're almost 50, mate. Almost <laughs> <laughs> 50. All right, let's get into it. But, like, Shockwave is an awesome opener. Oh, absolutely. Shockwave, first song on the album. Uh, I love that it kind of starts with, like, a Western feel, like, cowboys kind of, like, running into town about to take care of all the bad that's business that's going on. That's exactly what I pictured. I always like your uh, soundscapes, what you picture. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, I, I can't wait to tell you about the end of the album, because it actually kind of ties together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Are we doing, like, the full kind of, like, deluxe thing? Uh, or? Let's do the regular. Okay. Yeah, we did. I did the full, or just the regular okay. uh, yeah. release. It, I listened to the deluxe tracks, but I didn't, like... Stop and like listen. Gotcha. <laughs> like gotcha, write gotcha. them down. Okay. They were still really good though. I did enjoy them. Um, 
But yes, uh, I really dig the opening. Like I said, it sounds like a Western feel to it. It has like a little bit of a Western. It's like a hint of it right there. It's enough energy to be like an anthem type. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and really, this it is um, having that anthem feel to it, but it also is like the first shots fired against Noel. Oh, yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like the first line of the song is like you sold me right up the river, yeah. and then it was like you could have looked for the sunshine, but you had to paint the whole thing black, which is like yeah. the, the fucking Rolling Stones reference that I keep talking. Like I, I saw plenty of them while I was like digesting this <laughs> album. Um, but like it's kind of funny right off the bat, he's like swinging at the fences to hit something against Noel, and it. I mean, this one is such like I wasn't, I didn't know, and then when I looked up Don't Do Skinny, I saw it was the single. I was like, oh shit, no wonder it's the single because. For me, it was like it feels like it would go into like the title credits of like a summer blockbuster. So yeah, something where people are running around mm, mm. Uh, in the definitely summer vibes too. Yeah, for like, sure. It feels very much like in the middle of summer. This is a song that's banging on the radio when you're out or again in the credits of a movie. That's gonna be fun. Um, so yeah, no, this was an awesome opener. Yeah, Chris. I mean, you've already said everything that I say about it, so yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I was blown away by it, but I was still super enthusiastic, so I think that was one of the first songs that was, if not the first, that was kind of teased from the album when it was mm-hmm. yeah. coming out. And really the only thing that, yeah, does separate, because on one hand it is kind of just your standard, like, but it uh, leaves vocals. There's yeah, a reason no, they're, that's they're, right. and they're a legendary band, both of them are very good accomplished oh, singers. Yeah. Worked out really well. And now I know this next track, you showed me the music video for this track. Um, and I, I was, was this the first song that, this isn't the first song that like came out on music video, One of Us? No, Shockwave was. Shockwave was? Yeah. Because you showed, you showed this, me. This one came on like August. Okay, because I remember you showed me, uh, you showed me one of those. Oh yeah, because yeah. I was on break and I was super enthusiastic about yes. what I thought. <laughs> so I was like, I have to tell somebody. But. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this, we both Wrote kind Noted, of and thing. it was like it's the Oasis breakup song because yes. it sounds the most like them oh, too. Yeah, or in even if not solely Oasis, I think the the just the aspect of his brother, like at least in the video, shows what seems to be implied the the three brothers, and then gradually how it dwindles down to just Liam at the end or something along those lines, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the child version of Noel staring at him and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, it was it was. I don't know, it was really good, and that choir at the end, like, I get goosebumps every time, like, that happens. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And no. the strings and all that, and I was yes. like, oh, man. No, I was going to say, visually for that music video, it was wonderful, and, like, you could see the fight between two brothers, and I was going to say, it was kind of weird that it went from a diss track in, in Shockwave to a, uh, a track that wants some back. <laughs> um, at the same time, this is the pettiness from Liam could still be there, because I feel like this might be one of those uh, tracks that he's trying to make Noel feel guilty oh, about... I- I wonder if Oasis. their Beatles love and obsession is like them reliving an intergenerational band strife battle. Because like, apparently... Like this is all just naturally happening the way it's supposed to. It's the <laughs> wife that like got between them, Sarah. Yeah. Like, Is that what... I didn't know the whole reason. Like I was trying to read up on it, but it seems like Liam blames Sarah a lot for their falling out. Jeez. And that's... Is that some Yoko Ono shit? Like, is that what he's trying to like? I'm trying to as much as I like his music, I could see Liam being unbearable to tour with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, like for sure. Or well, both of them, I guess. <laughs> I would say like it's, they both seem kind of. I thought I actually, you know, when I watched Noel and Hot Ones, um, I thought it was nice. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I think like he's he's he seemed cool to hang out with. I would right. want yeah. to know. That's fair. <laughs> I, I was gonna say when I was looking up quotes for the Liam and Noel thing, trying to find like Liam had more quotes bashing Noel than Noel had bashing. Oh yeah, Liam. no, he he Noel very much like intelligently. I think for the most part, like writes him off. Just be like yeah, whatever. You yeah. <laughs> keep in the qu- quickest he he got to like sniping was just saying I could have been like a professional like all these other 30 year old bands that still tour they hate each other I could just ride in a van or or a bus separately from all them we could all show up on the stage and just play our music but I don't want to do that anymore so that was the closest uh, he got on that show to like mentioning like yeah we all hate each other (laughs) (laughs) okay so I used to work at Red Dot uh, and the owner there, he used to throw, like, these extravagant parties there, like, every September. And he would call him like, I forgot his last last name, but he would call it his last name and then Fest or something like that. Um, or, no, he said, some, I think it was a, a loser or something like that. He would take his last name and put a loser at the end of it, like, <laughs> you know. Um, so there was one year, Public Enemy and, uh, um, who else was there? Run DMC were there. Uh, and then the next year, he was like, "We're gonna get, we're gonna get Oasis back together." And I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you did mention that. You're not. I did tell you that, yes, because it's like we're gonna do it. We're gonna fucking get Oasis back together. They're gonna perform here at Red Dot. I'm like, "Are you, are you dumb? Like, what are you thinking right now, man?" Just off the sauce. It was, it was and weird. Must have landed on a skateboard wrong that morning. Different guy. Oh. Different guy. <laughs> the other one. Different guy. The other owner. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. The next song, "Once." This is where. It sounds like it's like the roller coaster from Shockwave to Once. It goes from like Liam regrets everything he just said in the last two songs. Yeah, for real. Such as life and wants and wants back. It's nice. It's a nice little song reflecting Liam's time with his brother in Oasis. Um, and this has been a roller coaster. I think Once is fucking amazing. Like that's oh, one it's of my nice. favorite it's songs great. on the album. Shockwave is uh, the pre-gaming. It's the first couple drinks when you're just pissed off at somebody. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, what was the track name again? I just uh, One of Us. Yeah. And then One of Us, you're drunk. And then Once is the hangover of, oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucked up. I did everything bad. <laughs> that's 100% what happened here. Yeah. Um, especially with like just because in the first two ones he alleged all this crap that, you know, basically he's just such an aggrieved person and poor him <laughs> and finally this song is like, yeah, well, I might have been an ass. <laughs> it was my fault. It was my fault. But then, like, throughout this rest of this album, he's still taking little yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what, are you, what are you trying to do here, man? This is the closest moment of clarity and then <laughs> we just leave it behind yeah, him and that's dust. it. That's why. He takes a few songs off and then he gets back into shit talking. If, like, if this all turns out to be like the case that that's what the songs are about etc like it's kind of I mean it's no different than I guess any other kind of record that would be along those lines but it's kind of like the perfect example of like humans especially emotional humans mm-hmm. they're not rational people and, and it's you come and go between sensibilities. And that's very true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, again, funny when it's a 47. I don't think it's that well thought out, but yeah. (laughs) It's good when it's a 37-year-old man still. 47. I still love this. (laughs) That's what makes me so happy. The the 31-year-old podcaster gets to make fun of the (laughs) 47-year-old famous musician. Like, I'm loving it. It's great. (laughs) I'm glad we get to do this. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, once it, it's is still very a good. Song. Yeah, it's just it's funny when we're doing the episode. We have to take in the context of the brothers. Oh, sure, certainly. It's one of those <laughs> things of yeah. When I'm li- like when I listen to, it, I'm like, this is a very good song. 
Yeah. Now let's dig deep. <laughs> you can't talk to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we actually have an, a song here that doesn't talk about Noel. It's kind of that's cool. That's but, good. But it's funny. We don't need to stop laughing at him. That's true. Uh, <laughs> now that I've found you, it's about his daughter. Yes, it is about his daughter because. Tony found out. Well, I didn't know about this. Tony told me that uh, like didn't meet his daughter until she was nineteen, though. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. From, I forgot what her name was, but from like the his first previous marriage. Yeah. Oh, it was from no, it was one from like his first one, I think. Yeah, because yeah. he was married to that one pop girl for a bit. Was it then, Molly, or is that his daughter's name? I just That's remember his, seeing that because he's on another one. But yeah, this one is Molly. Okay, but, yeah, so. they didn't meet until nineteen. But that's nice that they met. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's what he kind of said about it. Um, that, you know, you know, he can't make up for those missed years, but, like, he wants to be the person he should have been in the past. I mean, he expressed that on, like, his last album, too. Not about that in particular, but, like, no, nah, I know I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's... And at least he's realizing it. Right, yeah, There's yeah. a lot of there's dads that just never do. Right. Um, and there's other ones that keep going back and forth and then show up uh, drunk to your wedding. Super late. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Super late. That was Tony's dad. Um, anyways. It was weird. I'm not gonna... <laughs> I almost kicked him out. Oh, I love bringing up that story. Legendary story. Probably have three podcasts now. It probably is. It's probably the third time. <laughs> So, Chris, did you hear about the time that at Tony's wedding? <laughs> no, please, all of a sudden, please talk about it in full detail. <laughs> all of a sudden, this really dressed-up guy was coming up the top of the stairs, and he wasn't at the wedding, so I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I was like, oh, sorry, sir, there's a wedding going on. And he's like, oh, I'm here for my son. And I'm like, oh, 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 Well, my dad no. dresses up fancy. He's a Mexican guy. He looks like he is a Texas rancher <laughs> without the cowboy hat, but everything else is pretty. <laughs> he looked like he had general medals on. Okay. <laughs> like, he was a high-ranking officer. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm scared to tell this guy to not come up here, but I'm a little buzzed, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> also so drunk. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway, now sorry. that I found now you. Found you. <laughs> oh yeah, we already did that one. But no, I was. I, I. I. It was. I'm just curious, like, why he wasn't around for those years with his daughter. Do you know oh, anything about that? Probably because he's too busy being a rock star. Not like to like justify, but I mean, like, I'm yeah. sure that was his asshole kind of like yeah. personality. Be like, mm, but it's time. <laughs> I'm, you know, and I'm not justifying it again, but like, I'm sure. Right. Mentally, his priorities were off. So. Probably. Babies yes. but, suck. Babies suck. For okay. ten, ten years later. Uh, Ten-year-olds suck. Uh, teenagers suck. Oh, wait. Where's all my friends? Where are all my friends at? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it is nice that they got to finally meet. Um, and Molly does claim that uh, not meeting her dad for 19 years made her the woman that she is today, which I don't know if that's a shot uh, at Liam. Uh, but you know what? That's probably not a bad thing. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, if he right. was, if he wasn't in the right mindset for it, unfortunately, like it happened. In, not that her existence is unfortunate, but oh, <laughs> can't think of a good way to Chris, phrase no. that. No. <laughs> but, but if he wasn't a good father figure, that could have messed her up more than I think. You know. Right. Hopefully meeting a more level-headed human being that if anybody's gonna solve this it's three childless men in a room yeah (laughs) but at the same time or maury hey it definitely could have been a thing of hey you have you have a dog and three cats (laughs) i have a couple guinea pigs it's like chris has chris chris has myself (laughs) it's all good chris has static acts to watch over no (laughs) no (laughs) untrue parody anyways uh (laughs) um 
it could have definitely been a mom thing of you don't get to meet your dad. He's insane. Yeah, he's there's so many variables. He's just going to try know. to give you drugs. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you five, what do you like to do since you're five? You like to cocaine? Is that a thing? Like, you cocaine? I heard, I heard that somewhere. Right. Puts you to sleep, right? <laughs> it's quite the opposite. Uh, next song, uh, Halo. We went from no Halo to Halos, man. There's just yeah. one now. Just one. <laughs> one Halo. One Halo. Uh, it, it, I really like the ragtime piano in yeah, this one. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I was super that, sold on it. It feels like it's getting ready for like a bar fight or something like that, but the <laughs> lyrics don't go with that at all. So, <laughs> um, uh, I might have wrote some uh, words you'll hate uh, on Halo, so don't look at the screen, Chris. Right. Sorry. <laughs> what? But I want sweet pop song about your love, but also it's just an updated Beatles song. Oh. <laughs> Which, to be fair, some people call Oasis an updated Beatles. You're, yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, there's nothing that's, wrong with yeah, that. There is not nothing. Wrong. No, there is nothing. That's the thing. I think that's like, what they <laughs> subconsciously at least wanted to be. Yeah, so. and that's why it worked. Works out. You got that um, mentality. But yeah, like the dirty guitar tones, etc. Like partway through, fantastic in my opinion. And that's why you use 22 producers. Yeah. 22. <laughs> Make sure those guitars are real grimy. Fucking Adele. <laughs> but yeah, Halo was nice. It is kind of an updated Beatles song, and I, I heard it when I was listening to that too, but uh, I still like enjoy it. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with being like the Beatles. Oh, have... I mean, like, they did that in Oasis, though, too. Yeah. Like, Cigarettes and Alcohol is a T-Rex song, so... <laughs> yep. Um, let me... I'll try to find, pull the quote because this is also the song that has a quote that I almost consider a uh, hate crime. It's so awful. Well, hate crime. Because um, this song's about his fiance he's gonna marry. Um, and the wedding I'm going to. Yeah, the wedding. Yep, yeah, yeah, the one the way you were invited to. So the yeah. song's about he. Uh, or song's about me. Why did I say that? Uh, here is Liam uh, comparing his relationship with Debbie to Pepe Le Pew and Penelope <laughs> Pussycat. I'm oh. all like. Oh, hello, darling, how are you? And she's all there with her tail up. That's just how we are. But, did you ever watch the cartoons, man? Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck is the matter with you, Liam? You are right when you said he's the dumb one. Because, <laughs> yeah, my lord, like, what a quote. <laughs> you know, Pepe Le Pew is he's, like a predator. He's like trying to rape that yeah, cat, like, that right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what are you doing, Liam? Don't compare yourself to that. Um, like, what is wrong with the Brits? Anyways, Halo was nice. Yeah, fucking nice sweet song. <laughs> Let's keep going. Why me? Why not? Title track, right here. I do like that. Yeah, it's the title track, and I love love the message of this one. Yeah, absolutely. It just seems like a very positive. I always like message. when Rex think they should be recommending and offering advice to others, <laughs> but it is good <laughs> advice. This is because at the same time, while he's a wreck, he's a successful one. Yeah. yeah. So he has some. He still has some advice to give you, and I like this one. Yeah. I think sometimes too, because people don't necessarily look for the best influences. So if they dismiss somebody, that's probably completely sensible for somebody who isn't, and then they tell them something. I mean, it's like, no, nope, can't go down politics, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but we have, that's another. No, that's another we, show. No, we definitely should not. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, if somebody will listen to it, then I guess so be it, so. No with Iran and healthcare instead. Yeah. Oh, I want what? We're high-fiving no Iran. Okay. No war with Iran and healthcare. I would say, like, we're doing the nice Those are two things you like, Chris, right? Come on. It's like, you don't want to go to war with Iran. You want And you love going to the doctor for free. You told me it the other week. 
You're like, I Honestly, wish I could go to the doctor for free. I'm going to be honest. If there's universal health care, Chris is going to be the, in there every week because he's a hypochondriac. He's a I'm, I'm a better hypochondriac. Okay. Though. When we were living together, better, he was the worst. Better. Come More and Yeah. And I remember the sound you made. It was yeah. fucking ridiculous because I was like, you were talking to me. Okay, so I have to tell a story about Chris now. And I think we might have brought it up last time we had a podcast too, but I'm going to do it anyway. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of repeats on this one. 2020, baby. So well, we're going weekly. I mean, there's only fair. so much juice you can squeeze, and no, we're not going bi-weekly again. <laughs> no. Um, but but Chris was like making a sandwich or something. I don't know what he was doing, but he was like cutting oh, up something. I was something. doing dishes. You were cutting something. Yeah, my thumb. Well, yeah, doing dishes. You weren't, but you were like seriously slicing something. No, no, I wasn't slicing it. I was taking a paper towel because I didn't have a rag, so I was trying to clean the knife with a paper towel, and then the, I sliced my thumb while doing it. Was it the? That's the one where you made the weird noise and yeah, I almost like it took his something doctor. like ah, oh my yeah. god, yeah. And you're like what? And I'm like my thumb's bleeding. And he's like, well, how'd you do that? Well, I cut it with a butter knife. And you're like, how would you do that? Oh, should I take you to the doctor? Because he like had a pretty deep cut and he was like, go. I thought you were seriously like drying it and you just kept going and you didn't realize it. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I I realized it, but my brain was like, hey, stop, and my body's like, oh yeah, good idea. I realized like this is just another thing that reminds me. Talented humans tend to be talented at like three things and not at anything else. Yeah. Chris knows to do some things, everything else. Yeah. He's just walking into doors, stabbing himself with yeah. butter knives. <laughs> yeah. Basic life things are confusing. <laughs> if you need some art, I'm your guy. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, uh, healthcare, let's get Chris uh, to hang out with his doctor weekly. Let's do it. All right, next song, Be Still. I think it kind of ties together with Why Me, Why Not. It's kind of like more positive messages um, that happens. It's like, why me, why not is like, hey, keep fighting, keep doing what you're doing, and you'll get there. Be still is now that you're at that point, calm down, take it, you got there, you earned this, now get, keep going, kind of thing. I, I don't disagree. I yeah. think this song was kind of the lowest point of the album for me. It felt the most filler of any of the tracks. Oh, yeah. Um, like the guitar um, riff, but outside of that, I don't foresee listening to this one too much. But The chorus is really good. Yeah, it's fine for what it is. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Wasn't dismissed. Yes. I mean, I'm all that, and I will say yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Now, uh, back to Noel. We're going back to Noel. Uh, there's a line in the song. It's a little shout out to the Champagne Supernova, because um, the line is, uh, "You could try to change, but you you just stay strange." Um, in this song, I'm a little confused whether or not he's actually talking to Noel or if he's like talking to himself. But I like I think it's mostly directed at Noel. But I had like mixed messages in my own head where it's like, is he like trying to convince himself to like get the band back together, or is he trying to convince Noel to get the band back together? I don't know. I try not to read into it too much, just <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, I mean, throughout this I'd like thing, to assume that there's more, more inspiration behind it other than just Noel. <laughs> but also, it could be. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it'd be super easy to read up on it because if anybody keeps the potential of it getting, or them getting back together, it's probably Liam. But in the press, and, but, I mean, well, it's it, weird. it wouldn't be hard to, like, apply the song to the scenario, though. So. It's... It's it's weird, and, and like it, it's kind of making me realize that you know a couple times during this whole episode here, you guys you guys have said that Liam is the dumb one, and I'm convinced now. Like maybe this is like him being dumb. 
Uh, fuck like, yeah. Because it's like, it's like, I mean, I respect the hell out of him and Oasis and his music. This is actually a very great album. But I think like, he's the definitely messages. more self-aware, though, now, too, in terms of being... I don't want to say the dumb one, though. But <laughs> yeah, I am the dumb one. Well, like, <laughs> the bad boy. So I think he, like, unrelated to the song, but I think he knows kind of his role. He knew what his role was when he was in Oasis, because he had written some songs. I'm sure some of them had been turned down, too, but, like, Songbird mm. was by Liam and stuff like that. But as he kind of talked about in the past, like, he, he can take an acoustic guitar and, like, make some stuff out, but he can't. He's not a multi-instrumentalist type person. He yeah. even said he's like, I meant to be out there on the front just being the front man. 22 you know? producers. Yeah, like... 22 <laughs> producers. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he knew that's what his place was when he was in Oasis, though, too. He said that numerous times where it's like, I'm, I'm not... Because that, that was his thing, too, is like... His, he's got the, the attitude the, and the, the snarl to, like, carry it, but... The breakup was... Basically, no wanting to do everything, and nobody, everybody else wanted kind of a say, but he just wanted the total control. Is what oh. he alleged that that was his alleged reason oh, why he brothers. broke it up? Is he basically wanted to be the writer of everything? The, like that came up numerous times though yeah. in the past though too, where like no would be like, all right, we'll write a fucking song then, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, this song sucks. <laughs> but um, Billy Corgan. What? <laughs> But yeah, uh, remember that one wrestler trying to get himself over as the supernova? Like, remember he, he was a cruiserweight, but supernova. He, he was like some sort of Scottish. It was the Scottish supernova. There we go. Wait, is that the? Was that that wasn't Nomdar? Uh, there we go. Nom-dar. That's his name. Okay, he was in WWE for a little bit. I thought I thought we were talking about. Um, he was pretty boring. Anyways, ah, fuck it. We'll talk about it later. Uh, the next song, Meadow. Uh, this is a fucking Beatles song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, no like, I just I want I wanted I wanted to have this I came with an attack and I'm very sorry. Um, that was a very aggressive. This is escape. This is <laughs> this is a classic Beatles. It, it sounds like a classic Beatles song. It's I'm convinced that uh, Liam just stole this track from the hippie area, the hippie era of the Beatles. Uh, it does have a very like psychedelic kind of. It does very what, effects what, heavy. What's the system of a uh, band that came before System that? They were very obviously influenced by uh, not. I want to keep saying Mr. Show, but that's the show. It, it, oh, is it Doctor Dog? <sighs> Fuck, it's the other one. Anyways, right. it's like getting offended to say that they're similar of that. Where it's like, no, they are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're obviously influenced by the Beatles, so yeah, they're gonna make Beatlesy Beatlesy music sometimes. Yeah. And I was gonna say like it's not a bad thing. I don't know why I like attack Chris. I'm very sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's not Lingle. Is that oh, Oingo Boingo? <laughs> Some ska stuff. Isn't it... What? Oingo Boingo is Scottish. Come on, it's gonna drive me nuts. You say Scottish. We'll wait Scottish. until after, because it's Oh, Scottish. Scottish, not Scottish. I wasn't being... I wasn't trying to say Scottish with a Scottish accent. Scottish. <laughs> Anyways, uh... I don't think either of those accents were Scottish. Scottish? Is it yeah, Ireland? No, Irish? Just, just stop trying. Okay, stop fine. Trying. Fine! Um, but I'm not saying, like I said, for Meadow, it's not really a bad thing that it sounds like a Beatles track, either. Like, Oh, no, your either. look was just very, like, I know, very I know. hostile. Well, it's because <laughs> like, when, when Tony first brought the Beatles, you mm-hmm. seemed very disappointed. I'm like, all right, oh, I no. have to up my defenses no. when I talk about the Beatles no. to Chris, so I'm going to attack him with everything That's I have. That's just my face. Oh. <laughs> I can't help that. Jesus Christ. You, 
Chris, your face is beautiful, and I like every form it takes. Um, let's move on to the river. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the river. You know he's a wyvern at night. Yeah, you're you, right. You don't know what that is. Look at I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, like, I just wanted to say, yeah, you're right, and move on. <laughs> um, the river. I only have a grasping of it. I have to look up my D&D monster <laughs> handbook to make sure what I just called him was what I was meant to call him. The uh, the river. It's the second single from this album. It's Mr. Bungle. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Bungle. Okay, Mr. Bungle. It's like saying Mr. Like System Down is just a wannabe Mr. Bungle. Not really. Okay. They're just influenced by Mr. Bungle. <laughs> Anyways, listen to Mr. Bungle. I will. I think I've heard a couple of his songs, or a couple of their songs. Yeah, uh, his songs. Jesus Christ. Pink Floyd. Her Anyways, songs. Her songs. What? Anyways, The River. It's See, the that's why I thought of Mr. Show. Close. It's the second single from the album, The River Is. Uh, it's almost like an anthem for the voiceless. Uh, it's like if you want change, you have to get up and go get it. Uh, it also makes references of George Orwell's book, 1984. Which is always movies. classic dumb guy. When you... When you, you can laugh. laugh. You can laugh on the show. I know, but you like quietly like my, laugh. I don't like my laugh. Because. When you first think, when the first thing you can think of is when you're thinking dystopian is 1984, 100% dumb guy. Well, everybody knows what 1984 is. Think of one other reference. Thought police. Anyways. I'm going to go into politics again. Stop myself. You Karen. can. Nope. All right. Dumb guys love yelling 1984 as soon as they get blocked on Twitter for saying the N word. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans. <Yeah>. <laughs> 1984. <laughs> yeah. wow. They love yelling. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, the river is like an anthem. Cause it it's is. Like, it's anthemic. It's because it's like telling you to make the change and meet them down by the river so you can start a riot or some shit. I did like the prize fighter lyrics. I mm-hmm. did. That was cool. That was no, cool. this feels cool. You know what it feels like? Actually, this one is a Frank Carter like track. Oh, yeah. This feels like something he would have wrote, too. Well, didn't he write a song? Oh, he, well, he wrote the that in Gallows, but that's a little bit more uh, instead like, of like some punches, that's like knives. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a guy with like fists like those. Yeah. yeah I'm going to fight you. That's not the, <laughs> the Gallo song, The River, is like when you pull up a trench coat that's just knives. <laughs> this one just has some fists. But, um, no, I've, that, that's what it's, I really, it's cool like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your last anthem of the thing, too. That's also why I like this record. It's so familiar. You get that last anthem before the final song. Yeah. You get the yeah, anthem the to start it off. Yeah, the way that it's laid out is very much you get those uh, basic you get those introspection in the middle like like that's why I enjoyed it, it was so accessible right like you just listen a few times you get it well then let's go on to the last song there gone probably my favorite song on this album um, it kind of ties together at the beginning how the beginning starts with uh, the cowboy riding in and going to the town and the gone is now like an even more westerny western westerny uh, <laughs> type thing where now the cowboy is Beating all the baddies, got the girl. I think this now, guy has a movie he's been and, writing, and he's and been now, looking to like add the soundtrack. Yes, I found <laughs> it. No, but now it's like this cowboy has nothing else to do, so now he's gonna ride off in the sunset because he's gonna be gone, and that's it. You just see him fading away on his Congratulations course. on your movie. This sounds Thanks. good. I can't wait. I can't um, wait to uh, fund it with hundred bucks. Can't wait to <laughs> just take your money and not do anything with it. Farewell, uh, Liam Eastwood. <laughs> Liam Eastwood. <laughs> Uh, uh, but this wouldn't be little cowboys it, it's, it, like figures. Oh and my he's, god! Like, just acting out in front of his yeah, camera, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, Tony yeah. did in my movie, and then he throws <laughs> the Liam songs at the beginning and end. Yeah. Just, I just make like yeah. a shockwave, a, shock a little horsey going across the screen. 
Anyways, this wouldn't be a Liam song without one last shot at Noel. Uh, the bridge, when he talks to a woman about finally pushing him out the door, uh, and he won't come back unless the woman takes the first step back the other way. That's uh, The woman is obviously Noel. <laughs> it's, it's like how you're like, obviously. Obviously it's Noel. <laughs> So Obviously, even, it's Noel. even if nothing on this album is about Noel, we have decided it's all about Noel. <laughs> I mean, almost. Except I like, for the one about his daughter, because we were, we unanimously decided that <laughs> yeah. one. Five out of like the twelve. Five out of the twelve tracks are about Noel. Maybe okay. he started reading books this year. He referenced eight, 1984. Yeah, fucker, <laughs> Ben, idiot. He saw, he saw his kids uh, reading like syllabus. <laughs> he read 1984. Now Look, he's, I gotta read these books. Now Shit. he's in the middle of reading Great Gatsby. <laughs> Anyways, meadow was about a time it. him and Noel were in a meadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the Gallagher brothers just need to kiss and get over with. They do. They need to have nice kissy kisses. I need to find the Aikwood strips. I'll send it to both of you. Can't wait. The time where the punk rock bear accidentally wins a contest to have Oasis hang out with him. And because he's punk, he hates Oasis, so he makes them do manual labor. <laughs> and, they can't, and they can't stop fighting with each other oh, man. while doing manual labor. Do you have anything about Gone? Um, yeah, I mean, up. like, I liked it. I don't I don't really have anything in particular to say about it. It does feel like the proper... It feels like a proper closer. I like the... We're not going to cover those tracks, but I think... Um, you can if talk it, if it had more. gone yeah, through, yeah, yeah. like, the Let's deluxe go. version, I think that it would have ended better had those three songs been a part of the album instead of right. been just deluxe. Because I feel like Glimmer, being that it's kind of more upbeat, it, it's seems different than the rest of the track, so I thought it would have been a nicer closer. Right. What was the song right after Gone? Oh, um, Invisible Sun. Yes, and I thought that tied together with Gone pretty well, like the way it flowed from like how Gone ended. Yeah, to that her. has like a 90s Stone Roses it does, yeah, vibe, for which sure. is another influence. Yeah. So, And then Misunderstood, I thought was a better come down song than Gone, preferably. Okay. I feel like that would have been better to come down and just end on the high of Glimmer, and then it would be done. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a full album, but, but I see album, why they're bonus tracks. The album Gone. It's called huh? Gone. It's I like know. you're finishing up the album. <laughs> dumb no, guy voice. He's doing the dumb guy voice. I know. I was trying to think of something clever, and I didn't have anything, so I paused. So you just like paused and looked at your phone. <laughs> I do that. I do that at least twice an episode. It's gonna, fine. Kind of buy myself some time. Yeah, like, hey, well, he I'm puts me on the spot, and I just go. <laughs> maybe an answer will show up. Maybe, maybe somebody will just yell hope something. Hope for the best. Somebody will walk past the window and just yell a response and be like, "Yeah, that's the one." <laughs> keep They're forgetting just... that we're recording just words, and I keep looking at your screen and like the beats don't match up. <laughs> uh, um, Come on, Chris. <laughs> this would be a good final. This would be now a that final. I got a good. Now I got a rig again. I'm thinking back on how I'm listening to different vinyls, and mm. so different. Definitely with this show, when we listen to new albums, I'm yeah. like. This would be a good vinyl just because how well it is put together. 22 producers did it. I could see why. And now <laughs> we'll keep bringing that. But no, it is arranged very well. All the songs do have their place. I mean, we got close enough. One where we were like, sort of unnecessary, but sort of. Yeah. We, found, we found plenty of albums where we like and we're still like, like these three tracks don't need to be in this fucking album. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, why good me, reco. Why me? Why not? Was a very good album. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I yeah. mean, it's very much. 
it, it, it's familiar. It, it took which is what, what like. his first solo album was and kind of built upon what was already there and made it better, at least mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. And so. we also I need to get you to Glasgow, because apparently it's the number one in Scotland. So you just need to go hang out in some Scottish bars. Yeah, there you go. We're going to... Oasis, baby. All right, so... Uh, Anyways. <laughs> current fundraiser, what? get Chris to Glasgow. I don't know why I just said Oasis. Why? Wait, why? What? It's number one in Scotland. Number oh. one record. you got to be with your people. No, I'm good. <laughs> we're taking you to Glasgow. We're, yeah, we're all going. going. We're all going to Glasgow. Could you, That's in pr- Scotland. Is it pronounced Glasgow? Can you, can you, is can it Glasgow? Oh, okay, fine. Oh, look you, who's already trying to wow. fit in with the locals. We haven't... <laughs> Zero dollars donated to our fundraiser to get three <laughs> random dudes to Glasgow, and he's already correcting just, me. Now you need to just no, start drinking and fight us. <laughs> help us, help us so we learn. Give us your money. Give us At your the money. third cheer, we will buy kilts for everybody. Everybody, custom-made no. kilts. That would be so expensive. Tony will. <laughs> I was like, I don't want it. Anyways, all right. So that was a great album. Let's get on to some hyper-specific questions. Don't look at the questions on oh, the screen, you fuck. Well, don't put them on the screen. I have to. We have to read them. Didn't you memorize? Hey, t- turn around so you can get to the microphone, but just oh. don't look at the screen. <laughs> not, all right. God. This is difficult. Hold on a second. All right. Hyper-specific. All right, we're back to hyper-specific. Tony, would you like to start it off? What is something your sister would do to force your world-renowned band to break up? And I did my research. I asked. I, I, I looked this up. I went, Ben, does he have siblings? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's got a sister. <laughs> what am I supposed to answer? What is something your sister, Chris, and you, would do to you to force you to break up your world-renowned band? Let's say you and your sister were in a world-renowned band. Together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would never happen, but carry the, on. Well, anyways, <laughs> pretend you're there. All right. The, the band situation. is called Desert. <laughs> None of this sounds good. I just break it up myself. <laughs> Classic. Why am I in a band with my sister? Why is it world-renowned? We're like, done. She's an all right person, but... Oh. No. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I don't want to be in a band. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's something stupid that your sister and you would argue about? How about that? Hyper-specific. Oh, everything. everything. Hyper-specific. Amount of people that have cried to hyper-specific. One. <laughs> one Chris Davis <laughs> cried under pressure from hyper-specific. Asked him one question about his sister and he broke down like... <laughs> We're going to keep a list now of casualties of under hyper-specific who we've brought to tears. <laughs> Put a little board bearings. We're gonna Davis just start making it harder and harder questions to people. Like, yeah. if you had to kill one of your pets, <laughs> I was like, if you could tell us why your father left your family, <laughs> some shit like that. Compare it to track two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So next question. Jesus Christ. Chris what? has been Sorry. frozen by fear. So next question. All right. Who's having a better solo career, Lo- uh, Liam or Noel? Watch this be just as tough. Mm. And he just starts crying. He starts crying harder. <laughs> I don't... Who's have? I guess. I don't know. I mean, opening for you two would be really sweet, or being the support, but... Yeah, opening for us two would be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we did have Noel in here. He did an episode before us. Yeah. Warmed up the chairs. So, no, that Warmed was really obvious, lot. but it took me a second to realize what you were talking about. <laughs> I, was I was like, like oh. You two, yeah. But I also, know, I but think they're also, both good in their. Unfortunately, they're both good in their own kind of way. Liam like, I'm also like, open for Rolling Stones. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, both see both would be sweet. I didn't check out Noel's music at all yet. Is it also Oasisy? No. no, I mean it started that way, but now it's he's gone down like this kind of like artsy. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want kind yeah. of path. And 
Also, that seems to be. Go ahead. Also, I love what he was asked. What is like a classic record that's came out in the last ten years, and he named his own on that interview. Oh, once I, I thought you talked about me. I'm like, no. what do you mean me? I don't know. He just sat there for a long time and just said his own, and then continued with the interview. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking dick. I didn't, I didn't realize what you. Yeah, no, you're right. It just made me think of that now. Just since I asked about his. But yeah, stuff. definitely. At first, when you point out Ben, I was like, they're not exactly heroes. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> like that wasn't classic. He's pretentious. <laughs> what? Alligator um, man. I still think about. Him. Okay. <laughs> I think no out there most satisfied with his career. I think Liam has hang-ups that are... Oh, you don't say! You don't say. You don't say. Almost as if we just covered this. (laughs) (laughs) But, I don't know. Alright. Every story has a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Now, which one is the bad guy? Liam or Noel? I mean, like, these are... You can't... There's no way to answer these. These are. It's a hyper-specific... It's an opinion question. I like our favorite bands have villains too. Yeah, and we choose. We know what what way to side right away. Yeah, but they were both <laughs> contributing factors. <laughs> but yes, at the same time, the groups I'm thinking of. I mean, like it probably would have been more so art pairs of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder to discern when they're pairs of assholes. Which one's the worst asshole? <laughs> Probably Liam. Okay, that's all we needed. That's all we needed. (laughs) Because he's probably wasn't as self-aware as he is now. I don't know. To be fair, he's the hotter one. Like, pause. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to see what everybody would go with that one. Like, we both just quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, I thought at at first I was like, oh, he means hothead. I was like, wait a minute. No, he doesn't. No, no, he (laughs) means I just mean like if I had a fuck one as a straight married man. Well, <laughs> glad that's been covered. Yes. Which one of those would you fuck? I'm just kidding. We're not, that's not one of the questions. <laughs> that's a hyper-specific question. I like it. Yes. All right. Um, um, last one. If Liam and Noel had a boxing match, mm-hmm. what would you call it? I.e. Rumble in the Jungle. Don't call it Rumble in the Jungle. Yes. Yeah. Don't call it that. <laughs> yeah. Think about this one. I got one, too. You got one? Mm-hmm. I don't have one. I just wrote the question this morning. <laughs> Oh, man. This is it. I broke Chris. My big mouth. My big mouth. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. That's what that fight would be called. My big mouth. I like it. Tony, what was yours? Uh, Damn it. I kind of fucked it up. It doesn't work. I got it. Are you trying to think of a rhyme? Yeah. Because I was going to do, like, rumble in the... Subway vestibule or some shit. Yeah, like I was trying like, to like connect London. I mean, London. It'd be better than what I did. I just did an Oasis reference. I <laughs> <laughs> think that we were trying not to do. Look that back in anger. Look back <laughs> in anger. Just look back in anger. Uh, I was I was thinking Wailing Wall. <laughs> I was hoping that Wailing Wall. I was hoping that for some reason El Paso, Texas, had some sort of time with Oasis, but it doesn't. Cause I was gonna be like I was gonna be like assholes in El Paso. Like, that's all I was gonna do. <laughs> Assholes in Glasgow! In Glasgow! That's where we're going! Assholes in Glasgow! (laughs) That's the fight. That's what it's called. Alright, Chris, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, it's all good. (laughs) Love having you. Yeah, no, uh, once again, we appreciate uh, you helping out with a lot of things, and then also being willing to come on the show and talk to us. Being a big supporter. Talking to us, I know how much you hate talking. Yes. know how much you hate attention. 
you know yes. how much you hate being asked questions, especially about your sister. Yep. And you did it all for out. you did it all for us anyway. So yes, we appreciate thank that. Thank you so much, Chris, for being on the show. That was it. That was uh, another episode of Not Exactly Radio. Before we go, Chris, you got anything exciting coming up for 2020? No. Nope. Remember when we had to beg him to bring up the cool thing he did last year? Yes. So, so uh, I assume we're probably gonna get the next. I'm sure there's cool things. It's the same stuff carrying on. Oh, that's not bad. Nope. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, so boring compared to our illustrious guests who make local music. <laughs> wow, what a shot. Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, it's all good. Yeah. We think it is all kick-ass. Yeah. Because we are just two dorks in an apartment spare bedroom. Right. It's studio, come on. Anyways, it's not exactly <laughs> radio. Studio. With me, Benny K and... Tony. Just Tony. Tony just Tony. Two brothers that will not fight and break up and make records about it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> we'll just Probably not. make fart jokes. Yeah, fart jokes. Chris, once again, thanks for being on the show. It's cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. We're gonna Did you see off. that? Ben's uh, considering breaking up. Yeah, you heard what that? The, he didn't sell that. Right, some I didn't songs sell. about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. Bye-bye. I trust.